This is a review episode. Welcome. Different day, same black anime. We hope you enjoy it. Now it's time to get started. Let's go. What's good, everybody? Welcome to a review episode of Black Anime. One that we just started about two weeks ago. And, you know, we come back to it. And before I get started, I want y'all to let y'all know that, you know, it's black anime. We talk about anime, manga, webtoons, culture, and everything else. Uh, and you got your man, Aaron, or the lost homie here for another review of uh, another new anime that's just come out. And I've been interested for a while. I believe we might have talked about it on our New Year New Anime episode, but I don't remember necessarily. I don't got it up in front of you right now, so I can't be sure. But it is Kagastar of an Insect Cage, a new Netflix anime that came out February 6th, and I've been binging it all weekend. Uh, it's 12 episodes, but I mean, I'm taking breaks every once in a while, and I just finished it uh, on Monday. You guys are getting this on Wednesday, but I just finished it on Monday. Um, and so now here we are. I've been taking notes to the whole series and everything, so I'm really ready to get into this review. Uh, first of all, let me tell you guys how we review things. I'm going to say this before every episode, so if you heard the last one, you might want to kind of like skip a little forward to where the actual review starts. But basically, I take the, I feel, what I feel is the four most critical parts that make an anime movie or an anime series in general good. And we break them down just a little further, and we score each one, and then we give it an overall score and percentages. Each part gets its own percentage, then we have a total score in its percentage, and then we do a personal one where I'll tell you necessarily how I do, how I feel outside of a critical element, just how I've how I felt personally while I watched it, and we'll uh, give that a percentage as well. And so first, let's go through our categories. First, we have animation, obviously. We go through environmental animation, character animation, the animation for the action in the series, unless the series doesn't have action, we take it out. But this one does, so we will go through the action, cinematography, and those are kind of the four for animation. Next, we go through the story, which deals with plot, plot progression, ending, and pacing. Next, we have characters, which has likability, effectiveness, designs, and credibility. And for credibility, I ask for me, is like, do they feel real? They feel like they actually exist within this world because a lot of times we get characters that feel very out of place. So this is really more so if they feel real, like if this, and not only that, this world feels real. Like if these, uh, the situations they're in and everything kind of feels of uh, real and valuable. Um, I don't know if I'm knowing feels that way, but I do feel that way about characters from time to time. They just don't feel real. Feel like that they're in the wrong place. Uh, next we have, well, next and lastly we have production, which is just sound design and musical score, which are very important to anime. And we all know this, whether it's the ending song, the opening song, the song when it's like that rise to action. Uh, like lately on My Hero Academia's uh, big episode a few weeks ago, and then Black Clover's big episode a few weeks ago, and somebody's big episode a few weeks ago. So it's just, you know, we got to talk about it and get down and score it. So I'm going to give you all the overview of uh, Kagastar first, if you haven't heard of it, or if you're thinking about watching it, but you're listening to this first before you watch it. The overview is 30 years after disease that turns the infected into carnivorous insects emerge. And then we have a young exterminator and a teenage girl searching for her mother. 
Now, an exterminator is somebody who's paid to kill bugs. Well, the people that are turned into bugs. And this teenage girl is someone who we don't really know about know about from the beginning. I'm trying to stay away from too many spoilers, but everyone's not to come back. Uh, so we have um, an exterminator who is, you know, a guy who kills bugs for a living and a young girl who he gets tasked with watching over in the first episode um, because her father dies and he asks her to take her to her mother. So it seems very simple at first, but this anime is actually very convoluted in a way, in a good way. Uh, we get right into the plot for the most part and the first half of this uh, show is very smooth uh, within the plot progression. You know, the character like we learn more about our characters, teenage girl. Uh, she connects with these other kids. And, you know, we, we, we see, uh, how do I explain it? We see them grow necessarily um, with each other, start to have familiarity with each other. And that's very good. So I really enjoy that. I really enjoy how in the first core, we really see a lot of it. In the second core, in the second half, that's when the shit hits the fan. And we really uh, see what everything is really about. What's behind the scenes? What's behind the curtain? Because everything is seeming too good right now. And they do this really well. In this show, I was actually very surprised how well they did it. Especially for this type of Netflix animation, Netflix anime, which I'll get into a little bit further. Uh, they do it really well, and I really enjoyed, let's say, the story all the way throughout. Um, but if I, I want to get into some specifics first with the story, just to again, just to give you guys some idea, um, the two, the main characters are Kido and Lilia. Uh, Lilia, I don't know, they be saying it a different way in the anime. I, I can't say it that way. Um, and uh, Kido is actually a very good character. Really enjoyed his characterization through it. Lilia. Um, I've, I learned to enjoy her character the more she goes on at first. Seems like the whole little kid thing, but she kind of comes into her own. We have these kid characters that are really good as well. And see, I can't really go too deep into it because I'm trying to stay out of spoilers. But um, basically, the story progresses pretty naturally. Even though in the beginning, it seems kind of stagnant in the main plot of finding Lilia's mother. Um... There isn't much in subplots either, but a lot of episodes of characterization. So if you're watching it from the, watching it from the first core, you're probably thinking the first six episodes, you think, why isn't much happening? It's more about uh, experiencing the characters, and, and there is the subplot with the kids, but that's pretty much it. It's not bad, though. I can understand why they're doing it, and I get why. And we get to see more of this one in the second core. So it's all a good setup for the second half, which really got me hooked to this show, which really made me finish it because of the second half. Um, besides that, there's some other stuff I don't, I, I necessarily don't like in there that we'll talk about when we get to, when we talk about when we get into the categories, but besides that, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, before we start, I will tell you that I listened to the dub for the first episode and sub for the second episode. I try to do that. And <laughs> the dub was all right. I didn't think the dub was bad, but when I listened to the sub, that's what, that's the way to go. So if you... If you only really watch dub, I'd watch the dub. It's not horrible. It's not going to like make your ears bleed. But the sub is definitely just a better way to go for this anime. It fits the characters better. And it just everything just flows so much better with it. Um, and then that's pretty much it. There's some inconsistencies through the animation. But we're about to get into animation right now because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, so, first things first. For the animation, we'll go with our environmental. I will say this. The environmental animation is amazing in this anime. Uh, there's one point in the film with that the thing called the West Gate. Like, these places are split up in different areas. In the West Gate, they say everybody loved this place because of the sunrise. 
And I gotta tell you, the animation fits it perfectly. The sunrise is amazing. It really, the, the shading, the, the way that it, the sun runs across the land and then the rocks and everything, it just looks so real. It looks so amazing. Um, very gorgeous to look at. I, again, I was surprised that Netflix hit him, hit the mark on this. I was so surprised when I when I saw that, and I was like, "Wow! Like this looks like I get it. it looks like a, like a wonder of the world." I understand why these people love that part of the uh, of the encampment, and so I gave Environmental an eight out of ten. And it's something that you're you're going to notice right off the bat, really from from the first episode, how good they did the environmental animation. Now we gotta get into the you know, get into the bad part. Uh, we have the character animation, which I gave a 4 out of 10. And this is the regular, horrible CGI animation that Netflix has been doing for a lot of their movies. Now their shows, like we have uh, Ajin, we had Knights of Sidonia, and there's a few other ones that just have this, this, this bad, cheap-looking CGI animation. And Netflix, it just, it, in a lot of ways, it ruins it, how good the environmental animation, animation is. Because these characters do not look like they belong within the environments that they are in most of the time. And that's what really makes it, this mainly just is so bad. And I just, oh my gosh, it just, you have no mad I was, you have no clue how mad I was when I, as I as, as I got into this and I got really into the story and then you just see the characters and their animation and it's so bad, it's so bad to look at. They're so unexpressive and they try to give them, they give them the blushing marks and uh, but the people don't have lips. Their teeth is just a straight line, like it's a teeth liner or something like that. And then the one person they do give lips who has the worst character design, which some, I'm getting into characters, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you again then, which is this character, Mario. They like try to give her a lip or like lips and like like red lipstick on it or something like that. And it's like one of these like transgender characters guy that comes a girl that's in charge of a bar. And we've seen this before. We've seen this before. I, I know another anime that does it. But I'm not worried about the whole transgender thing. My thing is, it looks horrible. She looks horrible. Like the head shape, bad. The the way the, the chin, all that bad. The way they try to give her these lips with like red lipstick, it looks horrible. I don't get it. I don't get what they're thinking and doing this. And now I would have given this a zero out of ten. However. However, they did some good stuff, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Although the CG animation is bad all the way through, it does necessarily work for some of the cinematography they do. Would this look better if it was a drawn character? Yes. But for this anime, it's animation, anime, for this anime, I will say that they did good with making it fit some of the, the scenes and the shows and the establishing shots, all that. It made it fit really well for some of them. However, overall, it's bad. Um, also, what Joshua gave me up to 4 out of 10 is, it, and this is what doesn't make sense, there are a lot of flashbacks that don't use CG animation. They use drawn. It's drawn. And when you see the drawn animation, you're just in there looking like, hey, what the hell? Why isn't the whole anime looking like this? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why doesn't the whole anime look like this? And you're just sitting <sighs> Got me hit an anger in my voice. There's two, there's, there's a lot of points that doesn't, but it's three that really stick out to me of like, why, it, like, I get it. Like, y'all was like, oh, we're gonna ball out on these flashbacks, but in the actual story, we're gonna stay chip as hell with the CG. I don't get it. And we have a flashback of Young Keto in episode one. It looks amazing. Like, it's just, for, it's just for like a second, like a little glimpse. You see him drawn and like the hair, hair moving, all that. And then, and then another part, episode six. There's a whole scene, um, there's this whole scene with the prostitute and him, and that's a, um, again, I'm trying to say spoilers, possible, and it's so beautiful. 
It is beautiful. Him in the room and moving, and it, his, it's expressive. They got the teeth. Got the, got the, they actually give him lips in this one. And it, 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 if the whole anime was it was animated like this, this episode would be totally different. This 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 review would be totally different. I'd be happy. I'd be excited about this animation. I'd be I'd be going in on how my eyes orgasm so many times, but they did it. They didn't. And they just so they, they just sprinkled in. They sprinkled in amazing animation. They said, you know what? Flashback here, sprinkle. Flashback here, sprinkle. Good animation. Uh yes, right there. Oh, the character in this room has good animation. One character's drawn, the rest are CG. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why would they do that? Like, even there's other 3D, like, this is CG, other 3D anime that I've watched that are just that 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 the animation works really well for them. CG works for no scene ever. Like, Netflix, stop it, please. Just do everything. That, that, just the way I did flashbacks. Or most of the flashbacks. Do everything like that. And I would have loved this. 10 out of 10. 98%. It would have been up there. It would have been up there. With the, it would have been up there. But no, it's not. Now it's not. Just because of that. So, don't. But I would say don't let this turn you away from the anime. When we get into the next part, I'll let you know why. But don't let this fully turn your way into the anime if you're interested in this kind of stuff. Um, I will also say the bugs um, look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. They work for the CG animation. Um, again, it'll look better if it's drawn. But... Uh, for the CG, it looks pretty good. Um, it's just so many things. Like the like the characters' faces look stale. Like moving Lego people, and then like their hair doesn't really move, and when it does, it doesn't look right. And then it's so hard to like see their expressions. It's just so so many things. Oh my gosh! And then the food looks. Most of the food, most the food most of the time looks horrible. And the drinks look like cheap phone icons. Like you, like you know, like you said the glass, and then like you can literally see the distinction between the glass and like the beer inside. Like it looks like an icon in the game. Like when they drink it, like it, no, it. Just, I wish I could let y'all see, but um, yeah. Okay. Ooh, all right. And now we go to the action animation, which I gave a seven out of ten because even with the bad character animation the characters move pretty well um not when they're walking or anything but when they're in this action scene they move pretty well and it looks really good they have the when you have that sword on sword you have like the sparks flying off and and it's like they got a little inspiration from fate but not enough to make it good look at like you know look how good as that but for what it is it's actually pretty good i really enjoyed it every time they're fighting i could just ignore the bad character 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 uh, animated characters and just really get into the action even with the um you have Kido, who's an ama amazing fighter, and do a really good job of showing that. And he's blocking not swords with his gun; he's blocking swords with his sword, and it's clashing and it's flashing. And they don't do too too many cuts. One or two fights they do, but it's because it's like dark to light. But for the most part, they don't do too many, and it's very very pleasing to the eye. So that gets a seven out of ten. And then the cinematography is a six out of ten. Um, again, if it was if they was more drawn or di a different style, I would have given it higher. Because again, you have these scenes of this beautiful environment, beautiful, and then I have to look at this ugly ass character. So, so six out of ten. So if you've been you know keeping up at home, that's a twenty five out of forty for animation with with a whopping sixty two percent. Oh my gosh, it could just be so much better. It could be so much better. Anyway, so let's go into the story. So for the story, we have um, we have the plot, which I gave a seven out of ten because honestly, I really love the plot. Um, the plot of how him and his girl meet up, and at first everything seems okay as usual, but then around you know episode six, seven, it came to switch up. There's a nice, there's a very good, um, there's a very good uh, switch up, a very good uh, what's it called? I have a written down. A very good twist 
very good and unexpected twist. It very it surprised me a lot. I did not see it coming, and uh, so I'm glad they did it. Um, there wasn't much hint up to the twist, which makes it kind of better, but the twist works for the movie. I mean, for the movie, for the show. It works. It doesn't seem out of left field, necessarily. It works, in my opinion, it works for um, the story they're trying to tell. Um, and But I can't make it higher because at the same time, it doesn't. Because although we know it's a disease that created the, the Kagastars, the people turned into monsters, I feel like there's more we should know about it. Like, is it a genetic thing? Is it is it like if I kiss somebody bacteria-wise? Like, if I have sex with somebody? Like, what is, how do you, how does this get passed on? Who gets it? How does this work? And I feel like, in a way, they went to the extremes. When you go back and look at it, you're like, what the heck? But the plots, the plot works, along with the subplots with the kids. I really love the kids. The kids and the kids with, um, uh, with Lilia, um, the, it's done really well. I really like it. Um, so that's what really got this plot up really high, but I feel like they need to they needed to explain more about the Kaga stars, um, and we like we get the big bad within the second half, which again it all works. Everything works I say with the plot and how they do things. I just wish they were to explain more about the Kaga stars and everything, and and I guess to take the focus away from the characters a little bit and put put more focus on the world that they're in. Um, I do believe this will not have a second season. I haven't looked it up, haven't checked, whatever. Um, because if it does, I'm not sure where they're going to go with it. They have to stretch themselves thin for a story because it's pretty much over by the end. Um, but, well, I guess not totally stretch themselves thin. I, you know, I could think of some ways they could do it. But and then I don't feel like they need a second season. Um, but it just works. I mean, the plot works for what it is. I just they need to they need to get more into the world. I'm guessing because they didn't think they're gonna have a second season or there's really no plans in place right now. They focus very much on the characters, which is still good. But it would have been better if we had episodes that really explained the world around them and then the and then the characters in the next episode. That would have been really good because I still feel like we're missing a lot of information from the Kaga stars, which drops to seven out of ten. But the characters, the, the episode character episodes are done really well, so I can't be mad at it too much. Uh, we have plot progression again. I really love the way the plot progresses. We have, and like it, it, the problem would have been if this twist really took away from everything that happened before. If it just seemed too unexpected, if it was, if it just seemed too random. But necessarily it didn't because of how him and the girl meet. We don't really know anything about that girl. Uh, we don't know anything about her. She ends up with keto. She's up. She's, she's really cool with it. But then we find out no, there's, there's all this other stuff um, um, beneath what happened to her and. It works and progresses the story really well. The kids also, like, no plot, no subplot is even really wasted. doesn't feel like, oh, she met the kids. They're cool with the kids. Oh, we never see the kids again. No, the kids are integral to the to the progression of the plot. And so, it works. So again, all the plot points that they make in here works really well. Um, the kids are integral to the story as a whole. They're not just a wasted, they're not just used for filler time. No, it's actually important uh, for going, going forward with how the plot will progress. So, again, it's just good all around so again the plot plot progression 9 out of 10 ending 9 out of 10 the way it ended i really enjoyed it i really i really thought like i said i think it's complete like the ending isn't overblown the ending the ending doesn't last too long the ending isn't too short we get to see lilia and keto have their moments of redemption within themselves because uh, they have to, because in some ways they feel like they need to have redemption. Keto needs to learn compassion and all these other things. L Lilia needs to find out the truth of who she is and how she, what she would do going forward once learning this truth. And they both find it. They both have their resolutions. Everybody resolutes. Um, the the, uh, the what goes on at at their encampment ends finally. Like everything ends good. 
So the ending is actually pretty good. I really like it. I like how it ended. I like how they did the ending. So that's a 9 out of 10. Um, pacing, again, the pacing's really good. The plot progression, the pacing match each other really well. It's not like it's moving very good, but then a weird plot point. Like, it moves very well. And so, again, 9 out of 10 of the pacing. So, again, if you can count at home, that's a 34 out of 40. So, we get an 85% for the story. Next, we're going to go into characters. And first, likability, I give this a 10 out of 10 because I think all the characters are likable. The characters are fleshed out just enough to where we're, we're able to enjoy them. Even the small side characters. Uh, the, there's, like, these three little boys that hang out with um, this other girl, Lizzie, which is, again, part of the whole kids um and they're just they're just enjoyable characters the little kids that act like little kids they're not all some philosophical medium nah they're just little kids that act like little kids and i really like that i really like how they act and um how they follow lizzie and then lizzie again a side character who's actually fleshed out pretty well through her relationship with one of the other um minor characters who end up being a good p point of plot progression for the film so again it, I, I, the characters are all pretty good even though mario looks horrible i do like her character I do like her character and what her character represents and um, how they hint on these themes of loneliness within this world of people who could turn to monsters at any second and how she has her own play on that and really enjoy it. It's hard to see it through her character design, but yeah. uh, but besides that, it's pretty good. Um, we have effectiveness. I feel like all the characters are effective. They all, like I said, no character is wasted. As I said, they're all used in some way, shape, or form to progress the plot and is done well. They're likable and... Uh, and everything so we have a 9 out of 10 for effectiveness um again no characters wasted you know even from the beginning even in flashbacks we get characters coming from flashbacks that i didn't expect to see but we see them come and i so i enjoy that uh character designs a 3 out of 10 yeah, i knew this was coming the animation ruins any type of good character design they could have it just it just that's how it is the animation ruins it like if you if again if it was drawn if it was not this whole cg mess they would have looked great they would have looked great, and I would have been able to enjoy it. But you just can't. It's you can't really enjoy it, enjoy the character designs because of how bad the animation is. You you start to enjoy some of them when they're inside flashbacks. You're like, wow, my gosh, they look so much better here. But then they come back to normal, and you're like, oh my gosh, uh, like oh, it's just I just you know, I'm just move on. But yes, the designs are three out of ten. Again, a big bulk of that is Mario, Mario ugly ass. I just, mm. um, next we have credibility. I give it an eight out of ten. I really believe that they lived in this world. I really believe that, it, and, and, and it's because I believed in the world as well. Everybody seemed, you know, there was that fear that even though these kids are happy, that fear is still there, you know, and they're afraid to leave each other and be alone and uh, and not, you know, become a monster with no one around. They're afraid that they'll, they'll become monsters and have to be killed by somebody. They're afraid that after their parents died in the way that they did, that um, they'll never have anyone again. So you, so you again, you have these characters who are credible, effective, and they just and they pull they, they pull you into the story. Um, and that's why the story was rated so high. But for credibility of eight out of ten, so that's thirty out of forty or seventy five percent. Lastly, we have the production. And for the sound design, I gave it a 7 out of 10. And that's just because I really like the way the sword-on-sword -sword action sounds. Um, and the guns as well. Half the guns are hit or miss from time to time. Um, also, the bug sounds are hit or miss from time to time. I mean, I can't really tell how bug sounds. But, <laughs> but it's just, again, the sounds just seem off every once in a while. Um, it's not enough to where it'll really ruin the anime. But, again, I was trying to be very 
uh, critical and pay attention a lot when I'm watching. When I was watching this one since I was making the review episode, and every once in a while it's hit or miss. But besides that, pretty good. Last that musical score, I gave it a five out of ten. That's because I really didn't like the opening. The opening is horrible. I hate the opening. The scenes behind the opening are bad, and the opening music is bad. Um, the music throughout the series is okay. Average. I like the music when they're um, at the end of the series when it's over. I think that's pretty good. But besides that, it's bad. The ending song is okay. It's just overall the musical score is just okay. That's why it's a five. It's okay. Except for the, except for the opening. The opening is good trash. Garbo. Um, so that gives us a five out of ten. So for the production, we have a sixty percent. So um, I read it back down all the percentages. Um, for animation, we give it a sixty-two percent. For story, an eighty-five percent. And then for characters, 75%. Then for production, we give it a 60%. So for the overall score, we have 117 at 140, um, which is 83%, which I believe is a fair score for this anime. Um, it, the only reason why it's the percentage is just high is because the story is, so, is done so well. I really enjoyed the story of this anime. I really thought they did that so well from beginning to end. Uh, it could have been a lot higher if the animation was on point and if the production was better, but... If you're just looking at this for solely story, if you want an anime in which the story will pull you in, this is one, one of it. When we get to episode five, you're, I, I, that's when I really started getting hooked. Episode one through four is just kind of learning them. You get the five, six, seven, and they see the twist and other things happen. You see the strings being pulled behind the scenes and you really start to enjoy the story of this anime. However, it's an anime that is riddled with problems of animation character animation is done really bad and then you get that bittersweet feeling when they draw or the hand drawn back um flashbacks or one or two characters that show up and for a, a scene maybe hand draws like that but then the rest is just this horrible cg animation it's dragged down it's dragging it down and you can't look you don't look any anywhere farther than mario mario is the is the i don't know how you workshop her and then you say yes. Let's 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 send the people this. You know what? They just don't watch any anime we throw out. Just watch it. And it's no. So um, would I recommend this to somebody? Never. However, if you're a big anime watcher like me and you're just looking for something new to watch uh, and kick around, I'd watch it. You would be enjoyed by the story, but everything else would be a no. I wouldn't not recommend this. Um, so we're going to our personal score real quick. Um, I call my personal score a fun factor because I like to have fun while watching it. So, for me, it's a fun factor how fun it is. Um, enjoyability, 6 out of 10. Like I said, I love the story. Autumn 6 points is story and environmental establishing shots. That's all it is. Um, character animation is at least so much to desire for. Um, I did enjoy the action, as I said before. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I just, I mean, it was enjoyable to a point. I mean, if the story was bad, I would never, I never, never kept watching. Pretty much. Um, interest eight out of ten. I'm very. That's why. That's why it really hit me on the, in the head. Like when I rated the plot, the seven out of ten, um, because I wanted to know more about the world. And I feel like they didn't do that. Um, but it is interest. There's a lot of interest in it. A lot of interesting things that you'll look and you're seeing. You'll be like, wow, my gosh. Like, who? What mind could have thought up of this? And so I really uh, enjoy. It's really got a lot of interest in it. Um, next we have characters. I give nine out of ten because I like all the characters. I don't think any characters wasted. I think all the characters are enjoyable, even the ones that share a little bit of screen time, but then end up having some type of importance. I really like them all. There's no necessarily annoying character. Um, there's no really like overconfident character. Like they're just all pretty decent, good characters. I think they all work really well for what the the story is supposed to be. 
And then lastly, a rewatchability, three out of ten. I would not be rewatching this. I don't. I. I mean, I have to be really bored to, like, really, really bored to rewatch this anime. I don't usually get that bored. There's always something else to watch. So rewatchability, three out of ten. Um. So again, if we've been counting. It's twenty six out of forty, or sixty five percent. So uh, critically, I give this an eighty three percent. Um. Personally, in sixty five percent. Uh. If you've seen this anime, or uh, if you've seen this anime, please tweet tweet at us and let me know what you thought about it um because these are my ending thoughts for it um again if you enjoy these review episodes please let us please let us know so we can put out more um i really enjoy watching new anime and reviewing it and talking about it and scoring it um and writing notes on it too so uh let me know if you guys want a spoiler episode for this i will come and i will just talk about spoilers for 30 minutes um i think that's it uh so Again, uh, my final verdict being 83% per, uh, overall, 26.5% um, personal. This is not necessarily worth the watch, unless you're a hardcore, unless you're a hardcore anime fan who just gets will just watch anything like I will. Um, it's not really worth the watch. It's not a leisure watch. It's nothing unless you just love story or unless you just love story oriented anime, which will make you enjoy this. I would not wish this on my worst enemy. Just the CG animation himself is just such a turn off, and I don't know why. Um, I don't know why Netflix keeps doing this. But that'd be it for this uh, episode. Thank you for listening, and catch you on the next one.